Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. And today we've taken a foray on a ferry over to Formentera. That's a lot of F's to begin today's podcast on a Friday morning. And I'm so excited um, that we are at Taranka, a brand new venue on the island with today's guest, Alexia Grek. Welcome to the episode. Hello, Joe. It's great to be here with you. I'm so pleased you could make it um, over. And we're now on the other side of Formentera. Wild, free, and uh, home to Taranka. I think we should have a little cheers to that, actually. With our plastic poolside glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite have quite the desired audio effect, but we'll have a little sip to begin. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to the open day today. It's been a beautiful lunch and with lots of lovely rosé and fresh fish straight from Playa Mijon, which is literally a stone's throw from the restaurant itself. Yes, we're actually keeping everything quite raw and um, supporting local providers um, and celebrating Formentera. Which is a, an easy place to celebrate anything really, isn't it? That's any old excuse to come over here and celebrate something. It is. It is a moment you just get on, on, on the ferry or boats. It, Formentera has this feeling of um, barefoot, barefoot uh, switching off. And uh, today we've, we have such an exciting group of eclectic people, uh, from event organisers to artists, musicians, wellness experts. And um, here at Taranka, we're really, we're really focusing everything on the basis of pillars of wellness and food, nutrition, um, and, and being in nature by the sea, in the sand dunes, um, music, local artists. So it's a really exciting new on the shores of Mithyorn. I think, yeah, there's just a kind of lack sometimes, I think, of um, seemingly cultural events on Ibiza. But I do believe that this is actually the jazz weekend. It I'm is. almost thinking I kind of wouldn't mind staying staying on for the weekend and seeing some jazz. It is. This is jazz weekend for Formentera. So we have many people visiting. Uh, the hotel is full. Formentera is quite seasonal. Normally it's July, August, September. But we have lots of people from all over the world this weekend in Formentera, 1st to the 4th of June. Um, and today here in Taranka, we've got uh, lots of uh, international travel designers visiting, local artists, event organisers. So it's a very special day for us. I feel like, yeah, uh, there's a lot of little pockets of... Um, opportunity that happened here throughout the year and the Jazz Festival is probably one of the biggest um, events in the calendar on Formentera but it's kind of interesting because I, I you know do you think that this island will perhaps develop to be a little bit more like Ibiza with an all-year-round kind of tourism thing or do you think it will always be sleepy in the winter and and busy in the summer like it always is? I think Formentera has its own energy it's like Ibiza's little sister uh, can be her naughty little sister or her chill little sister um, but what we do have, like today we just had Frida pop in and uh, she joined Ariel who was on the handpan and we just had an amazing uh, session with, with Frida singing vocals and handpan. So Formentera is full of these surprises. Um, people switch off when they get here, artists, musicians, and therefore 
in, in gatherings, you know, um, they just pop up and do impromptu uh, shows and recitals and uh, share moments. So anything could happen in Formentera, and that is the beauty. Are you staying for the whole weekend? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm getting on the ferry home either. I feel like I want to stay here forever. Ideally by this beautiful swimming pool, which is... Um, provided a wonderful backdrop to the last hour of my life while I was waiting for you and I was just like this is pure heaven it is it is and again you know in Formentera um, it, it feels like we've been here already for a week and we've only been here a few hours and uh, days unfold people come and go and opportunities and sleepovers you know just happen naturally I love your accent. I have to <laughs> identify it because it's a very unusual accent. I've never had anyone from Malta, apart from Gabrielle Gambina from Abitha Produce, on to the podcast. It's a very wonderful kind of um, conglomeration of different accents from lots of different places. It's very um, international. It, it, it is. It's islands. Islands are always conquered <laughs> and uh, colonised, so... Maltese is a mix of Arabic, French, Italian, British, and uh, we, we, sound, we sound posh, but we're rougher than the roughest. We swear in Arabic, we count in Arabic. Swear in Arabic, go on. We do business in the British. No one's going to know. <laughs> we make love in Italian or French. Oh, do you now? <laughs> it's so, all coming yeah, out now. It's actually quite lovely. Being an islander, I think you always search. I mean, I, as a child, I really wanted to live in the city. So I was in London and New York, Scotland, really, really hungry for city life. And uh, I, I just visited Ibiza one day and realised how much I was missing island life. Mm. Uh, that was 20 years ago. Wow. Um, <laughs> no. You never left? <laughs> I have never left. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that yeah. sounds like a story. Island. Is island. there a man involved? <laughs> no, just Ibiza, <laughs> my love. <laughs> I feel like literally every single person I've ever had on the podcast talks about Ibiza like the biggest love affair of their life. It is. I mean, it's quite funny because people say in Ibiza you, you, you forfeit love with, with, uh, in its <laughs> traditional way and, and it comes to you in many other ways. And, and I, I'm beginning to think that uh, this myth is, is actually true. Perhaps. So what's going to happen in Formentera if that's the case? <laughs> We're all waiting to find out. Uh, tonight we have an exciting... We just had lunch um, and now we have lots of wellness activities. We have a little meditation. We have a sunset uh, session on the roof. And, and then we have dinner. So who knows what happens after that? <laughs> but what brought you to Ibiza initially? What was the attraction? So um, I've, I've always been in travel. I worked in luxury travel. Uh, I was in the dot-com um, I, I, I dot industry at the right time. Uh, and of course, travel was one of the industries which was really um, benefiting from change. Uh, so I set up an online travel agency, which I was one of the first in 1999, when people still wondered why they needed a website. And Ibiza was my biggest market. So I, I visited here one summer. Um, all the hotels couldn't understand, you know, how all these bookings were coming through online. And uh, the moment I stepped out of the plane, I knew I had arrived home. I knew I was somewhere special. And uh, slowly, through the years, I've, I've made it my home. The first three years, you know, it was poca poca, as they say in Ibiza. So um, first it was one week, then it was three weeks every summer. And then I rented a place for, for the full season. Before I knew it, it was half a year, then it was a year. Then I found my home. 
and and now it's it's home. I've never felt at home uh, anywhere else in the world. So I really believe, like like most of us here, that I've I've arrived home, and I feel so grateful to be a part of of the island community. How would you describe that feeling of home that Abita gives you? Um, it's uh, it's a feeling of belonging, and I really feel that most people who haven't ever belonged in their original country of origin or, or place of uh, everyday life suddenly arrive here and feel at home amongst people who don't normally feel at home. So it's not as such a fixed place, but more of a feeling. It's a feeling of... Uh, freedom, anything goes, acceptance, no judgments. And I think we all feel this here, Joe. Mm. No, for sure. I just it's interesting to hear it from uh, somebody else's uh, in somebody else's words and I feel exactly the same, for sure. But yeah, how long did it take you do you think to kind of feel that way? I think it was I had an awareness immediately, but I didn't realize what it was. So, you know, they say they say visa tracks black sheep rebels who are resetting which one are you <laughs> um I, i'm still finding out actually but but uh yes i am i uh it's quite incredible i still i'm still fascinated by what i love is waking up every morning and not knowing what is going to happen that day and it's very few places in the world where you wake up in the morning and um and, and don't have a routine life to to go through um, because anything you could meet anyone, end up in any event, any home, uh, with 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 wonderful people, and sometimes you know you meet people who have been here twenty years. So although it's an island, it's large enough um, to discover each other years after you've been living here. I mean, I, I I'm continuously meeting new people, and 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 finding new places, which I love. I love that about about the unlikelihood of, of uh, the possibility of that on a small island. Well, I mean, give us, give us one example day of something wild that's happened to you in your line of work. I mean, a good, give us a good juicy story. No pressure. <laughs> I think I'll pause. <laughs> something podcastable. <laughs> well, for me, one really special moment that popped up in my mind was uh, I was driving home after an event and um, I saw a gathering of cars in San Juan. Um, just, uh, and I knew, I knew something was happening and I kind of guessed it was one of my neighbours in the hills. So uh, there was a shuttle and I knew that the shuttle was going to their home so I popped up, up the hill, I knew exactly where it was and I really felt like a little dance and um, I arrived... And I could hear my favourite song playing, and it was uh, Lassie B. Svensson playing Bones. And um, I walked through the dance floor, which was actually in a cave. Um, and <laughs> when I got to the front, I actually saw it was Lassie himself playing. So it was uh, a really special moment. And, and this is the type of magic moment which, which happens here. So, yes, that, that's one moment that popped into my mind. I love the fact that you're a gate crasher. <laughs> Somehow all these, all these happenings come to me. I just follow, follow the beats, follow the Mareog beats and, and, and let them guide me. I think there's a lot of that 
to be had in the summertime in Ibiza, but I feel like it's not just a summer thing anymore. There's very much, you know, a lot more happening in the winter as well, because when I first got here 10 years ago, which I, I'm not quite sure you said you came to Ibiza 20 years ago, but things have definitely spread through the year a lot more. There's not quite so much this kind of on and off situation that I feel existed previously. It's actually something I'm really working on. So um, I've worked with all the hotels here, mainly owner-managed ones and larger event spaces. Um, and really, they, they don't need uh, bookings in the summer months. But what really helps the industry here is uh, bringing groups, incentives, events in the shoulder months. So I think in the last few years, we've seen much more happening in March, April, October, November. As, and, and this year especially, everywhere has, um, has really exploded, which is beautiful. We have uh, hotels staying open. We have the... Uh, Six Senses, The Standard and Nobu running events, you know, The Standard have done a, a great job of keeping it going in the winter. With bingo, which I love. <laughs> I mean, who would have thunk that that would be an Ibiza concept ever? A massive, great big bingo, bingo, I can't even say it, bingo party. It's, it's, it's basically all the island working together and it's, it's fantastic. And this winter, what I'd like to do is to, is to pop up in all the authentic agriturismos and uh, fincas, uh, little bars, you know, we have the little San Miguel bar by the church. We've got all the agriturismos like escucons, um, which are opening and now really encouraging co-working experiences for a month. We've got lots of the NFT and crypto entrepreneurs working here for, for months. And um, it's really supportive to the, to the small owner-managed nine-bedroom places. So this winter, Escocon has put on a really special offer for co-workers coming for anything from two weeks to three months. So I've been organising really lovely jazzy Sunday brunches with live music. And these are actually very special occasions because they pull us all together. In summer, we're all so busy. And there's nothing uh, more beautiful than gathering in the winter on a sunny day, eating outside... Um, and just being, you know, it's a time we get to breathe. I mean, we're already in May, actually June, 1st of June, 2nd of June, and it feels like we're in August. So, yes. It does, it does. But I love this idea of um, popping up because I feel like you are like one of life's kind of jack-in-the-boxes. Everywhere I go, you pop up somewhere. <laughs> There's a few of me. <laughs> how many How many of you are there? How many NFT copies are wandering around Ibiza? It it's quite worrying, actually. <laughs> Nobody could ever be you, Alexia. <laughs> Let's be honest. No one has as much energy to be you either. Oh, it comes from years of... Um, actually, it comes from years of working in the dot-com industry where I was really attached to my laptop and uh, my desk. Um, and now I think... I, 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 it's pushed me to the opposite. I really believe uh, in a world where there's a metaverse, NFTs, that now Ibiza's pushing us all to connect even more. A lot of my clients come from high-powered, really stressful jobs, and when they're here, they, they just want to connect and be human. So um, all the experiences we offer and they love are things like sailing, green sailing with La Bella Verde, jumping onto a sailing boat with their friends, walking in nature with the Manu from the hike station. Um, we just took Nobusan on a hike and uh, Manu, Manu did, a, did a great experience with him. So these are moments that everybody remembers. So I think Ibiza is going to be quite a trailblazer in, in travel experiences, which are very um, based in human connection, nature, 
and um, awakening, awakening, because we're really, you know, we're just switching off into a virtual world. And Ibiza is so beautiful and so raw and so natural that uh, there's no, we, we can't ignore it. You know, we just have to get onto the dance floor or walk down to Atlantis um, and uh, awaken ourselves. It happens naturally, whether you want it or, or look for it or not. It, it kind of happens naturally. I think Ibiza is that kind of place for the people that visit, but I think that it doesn't come without its trials and tribulations. And I think I met you 10 years ago when you interviewed me for a website that you had called Hotique. Um, so it feels quite organic, actually, for the tables to have turned and for me now to be <laughs> interviewing you. I feel like, what, what, you know, 10 years ago, what was your website Hotique about? It's beautiful, actually. You're right. It has gone full circle. Uh, Hotique is what brought me here. It's an on, it was it was one of the first online travel agencies, and like uh, like everybody who goes through a journey when they come to Ibiza, um, Hotique brought me here as uh, one of the main booking uh, engines in in 1999 2000 for all the small owner managed properties, and so I I, I came here thanks to that. Uh, Ibiza was our biggest market. And then slowly I, I started to understand the island. I learned so many lessons, how to go slowly, how to build step by step, how to work with locals. And, and like we have switched and gone full circle, my business has as well. I'm now completely focused on the market, on incoming um, experiences, um, on sharing the beauty Visa has to offer. Um, and I've had to make big life changes myself where... I've let go of, of the international luxury travel market and I'm now uh, working with the luxury travel market but actually representing Ibiza. You know, I've been in, I've been in the industry for 20 years so many uh, agents, um, when, they, when they send clients to Ibiza aren't sure where to turn, what's mm-hmm. happening. It's really hard to get hold of businesses, restaurants, hotels, clubs, experiences. So I've, I've become the insider for many travel agents, travel designers, event organisers. Yeah. And it's the opposite of what I used to do. When I came here, I'd spent all day at my desk, mm-hmm. on the phone, on emails. And now my days are all about human connection, meeting people, um, and, and making things happen for the international representatives of Ibiza around the world. How does that make you feel in terms of like bringing those experiences to people you know, who come here from all around the world? Because I think you know, there's a lot of happiness that comes from those kinds of days and experiences that you provide. And it must be quite a change of, you know, from sitting behind your desk all day to going to this kind of world. I feel really, I feel very lucky. Um, you know, I, I've got friends who work in, uh, in, in the legal, legal professions, in, in accounting professions, um, and they're always dealing with conflicts. Um, whereas, whereas I have, uh, I'm dealing with people who are on holiday or who are offering incentives to their teams in business. So uh, everyone, everyone's happy. Everyone's here to experience, to reconnect. So it feels really purposeful. Interesting. I mean, I have a very dear friend, Maria, who also did that whole, you know, incentivized kind of holidaying and experience making for employees. And just like, what an amazing job to have to kind of take people on these like trips of a lifetime for a living. 
it's it's beautiful and it's interesting because some people come here on holiday and then they have an experience and they suddenly think okay this is exactly what my team needs so then they come back to me and say what can we do in three days and uh, can I bring my nine manage my nine managers so it's it's nice and it's just about living you know it's a, it's spending the day at sea hiking dancing under the stars waking up in the middle of the campo uh, it's it's beautiful yeah, it sounds like a pretty uh, a pretty good job to have, actually. I feel like maybe I'm in the wrong business. Um, I was chatting to a lady on the ferry who said she's bringing 40 CEOs from India next week for three days. And I was like, oh, what have you what have you got planned? She was like, well, we're going to do a sound healing and we're going to go to see Calvin Harris at Ushuaia and then we're going to go to see Solomon play and then we're going to do some yoga and then we're going to go... Um, on a boat trip so it's just like yeah what a life it's fantastic and you know it's okay it's, yeah. it would work but if she's here we should have a little chat with her <laughs> she is here and we should definitely have a chat with her but I feel like to come from India I mean when I go to India yeah I go there to kind of do wellness programs and sort of kind of heal myself after a crazy summer on Ibiza so it's quite intriguing that she's bringing those CEOs over and they're um yeah going to be going out to party basically it's interesting though because wellness is now it is just feeling good and 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 um we have a whole movement of, of wellness on the dance floor with ecstatic dancing I mean I like to be on the dance floor in clubs I like to be on the dance floor my favorite is being on the dance floor outside dancing under the stars um and, and that is wellness it's just uh, anything that makes you feel good so um we have really great artists at the moment like Ape Chimbe, Feathered Sun uh, Nick Malvi, House of Frequency are doing a great job mm. in, in bringing together lots of high vibration music, mm. gatherings, you know, where, where there's, an, uh, there's an interactive musical mm. scene. We have the Garden of Lights. Jason is doing a great, great job of gathering people. Mm. So, so it's, becoming a, it's becoming a sharing moment, community moment, mm. which, uh, which we're really lucky to be a part of. I mean, we're painting a bit Ibiza as, as a total bed of roses, but I feel like, you know, it doesn't come without some of its challenges. What are the things that you kind of come up against there? Uh, yes, Ibiza's full of challenges. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of everything kind of misguiding is, people slightly here. Everything is magnified. <laughs> so as much as there's light, for as much light as we have, there's darkness. So um, in, in everything, you know, it's limit, islands are always limited. I grew up on an island, so... So um, everything's limited in its own ways, in produce, experiences, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is also its, an, its advantage. Um, it's, I think it's beautiful and much more manageable when people can come and go, even if it's just a little trip to Formentera or mainland. Um, but it is, you know, it's about, it's about managing, learning how to manage everything. But Ibiza does magnify weaknesses or things in your life that aren't aligned so it took me 10 years to and I'm still I'm still going actually <laughs> aligning what doesn't work in, in my life and there are quite a few things but uh, the major things have been sorted and uh, it's incredible you know we, we, we all say that it's a myth but it's actually I think it's true uh, we all come here and anything that's not working in our life is magnified so we have no choice but to deal with it or or leave I chose to deal with it hats off to you I mean I know we've got our son hats on but I feel like you are doing sterling work also parenting two two children and yeah juggling all that work it's like yeah that's a lot of uh, a lot of 
balls in the air yeah. I think to be living the life that you live which is a very social one but I guess yeah there's a lot of logistical things that happen with the you know be, even being over here for a whole a whole day yeah. there's a lot going I could, on I could only do it here um, with with my community we're, we're a community of very uh, strong friends and we live we live like you know the old village life where we all support each other so sometimes I have five children in my house and sometimes my, fr- my, my children are with friends and uh, it's actually it's the only way that works and it does take a village to bring up a child and, and Ibiza has kind of naturally uh, led to many uh, single parents uh, being able to, to run their businesses and bring up children in a, in a healthy way um, by, by supporting each other. And that's beautiful, and I think you're absolutely right. The you know, if you haven't got, you know, your own parents, your own family, and your own kind of, um, yeah, the place that you were born and bred, um, you do need to kind of like implement some other um, things to make it all work. Lastly, I think that you have to dash, but I feel like I would love to know how did you get Carlos Matarey onto the boat with us today? Because he is a bit of an Ibiza legend and somebody I've also had on the podcast. How did you meet him? He is fabulous. I, I met him at an opening and he I think he needed something. So we exchanged telephone numbers. Um, and uh, I met him yesterday again at the opening of the Nobu Rooftop. Um, and and he, he's, he is a legend. He's, he's one of the Ibiza legends that has been opening many of the iconic nightclubs, properties, venues. Um, and, and the beautiful thing in Ibiza is there, there's space for, for legends from the past. That the, the, the new one. So, so yes, I mean, he, I think Formentera draws people and, um, and, and somehow word, word of mouth uh, it's quite a wonderful thing. I think he, one of his friends was here. He knew the people behind it. He knew the location. Uh, we're really, we're really happy to have him and also Juan Suarez, um, and also lots of, of of artists like Ariel and Frida. And then we have we have Danny, Mr. Luxury Travel, and Rurian from Georgia. So today we have Dawn Hindle, Dawn, Dawn, fabulous legend, Pikes, and and. Yes, it's been lovely. And everyone comes with their stories, new and old. Well, thank you so much. Lunch was absolutely outstanding. I shall definitely be coming back here. Someone's literally just dived in the pool, so you probably just heard there. <laughs> a small tidal wave just went over the side of the infinity pool. And, um, yeah, it's been a gorgeous, gorgeous oh, day. Thank so you thank so you for having for coming. me. It's been great. It's been great, Joe. I'm really pleased we finally got to sit down and and just uh, share share this moment thanks so much thank you we'll see you soon lots of love see you on the dance floor more than likely it's the rebel it's the reset rebel it's the reset rebel it's the reset rebel <laughs>